Welcome to the Ross LN Luke Show. G'day, my name is Ross Pepper. My early years were rough. I was suicidal, drug addict and alcoholic. Then one day, about 15 years ago, I discovered personal development and everything changed. It completely transformed my life. I lived a life as if everything in life was kind of done to us. But then I discovered that we're actually the creator of our lives and I've been creating my life ever since. I'm now a loving father and husband, a life coach, a business coach, relationship coach, team and leadership coach, performance coach, author, public speaker, and so much more. None of which were even remotely possible before I discovered personal development. I learned to let go of my past, my false limiting beliefs, such as not being good enough, not being lovable. I let go of all my fears of failure and rejection. I discovered it was possible for me to create happiness regardless of the circumstance I found myself in. I went from being an introvert to an extrovert. And in that journey, I discovered every single person on the planet is infinitely more powerful and capable than they can even imagine. So now I make it my life's purpose to help other people discover their greatness and live the life of their dreams. G'day, my name is Alistair MacDonald, and in my nearly five decades of life, I have experienced and achieved many things. And last 20 or so years has been very focused on business, and there's been many failures, many successes. Most successful business, uh, nearly 50 million turnover, a couple hundred staff, um, was one of the founding members, was one of the, uh, was one of the board members when we merged to grow. So I really have experienced a lot of scaling in business, uh, among other things. These days I'm focused as a business mentor and coach, and I love, I really love spending time inside other people's businesses and seeing them achieve their goals and see their lives go where they want them to go. Hey guys, Luke Farrah here. Ross has wanted me to explain a little bit about myself. Well, where do I start? I'm a father, business owner, investor, fitness, health, and holistic kind of guru. I enjoy life. I'm a great problem solver. Uh, I enjoy laugh too and the journey along the way. So uh, what you see is what you get. Pretty intense sort of guy, but also I like to make others laugh. So probably comedy is where I'm going to go. If you want to reach out, please don't call Ross or Al, specifically Al, Sunday 3am. If you need an alternative email or a phone number, just message me. Cheers. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives, or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. Hello, gentlemen, and welcome back to episode number 70 we are today. 7-0. The big 7-0. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we live to 70, right? I, I hope so, too. It's, uh, it's, it's 70? It's, come on. It's, it's oh, not sorry, I'm just putting it out there, Al. I Al Al's almost there already, I think, isn't he? <laughs> well, it was his birthday uh, this... Yeah, it was his birthday this week. Um, it has been a birthday week. Birthday week, yeah. Let's see, I love those. Right. 
And my partner, my partner officially declared it closed on the morning after my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's uh, not right. It's got to be declared well, closed. Oh. We started. We started four days early or something. So she decided, you know, that we'd, we'd done enough celebrating for that that one event. Well, you could just round it off to like maybe Friday or maybe Sunday. You know, go to carry it through uh, the weekend. Yeah, mate. It's to to, to be celebrated at all. Is something to enjoy. That's right. And you're now laying on the couch, aren't you? Half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I've been up and about. I've got the, I've got the fluoro orange, walking gear. Ah, cool. I thought you were about to say um, G banger or something. I was like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Do not own. Never have owned one of those. It's all right, mate. I hear they're comfortable. Dude, are they? I hear they're comfortable. Well, so. Um, Look, I, you know, I know, I know uh, astrology or whatever is what it is, but um, being born uh, what I am, I am a Virgoan, so the, the, the Virgin, Virgo, the Virgin, and one of the one of the traits that we are known for yeah. is being somewhat fastidious, especially when it, when it comes to personal hygiene and cleanliness. And the idea of a G-string does not match the idea of cleanliness to me. I was going to say, right. bring, bring it back to the G-string, mate, because I think we're off track here. What's that got well, to do with that? Well, I, it, it, it just does not seem clean at all to me. I mean, you've got a piece of string <laughs> in your crack. Like, how is that How is that clean? God, and then it, you, it's, it's in the process of cleaning. Well, yeah, it's a floss. It's, it's about, it's about yeah. comfort. I told you the story about me drummer. Yeah? I don't know about that. Playing in a band, you know, the dudes are a bit yeah. rough and that. And the drummer was turned around, he was bending over to pack up his kit. And the guitarist said, Dude, check it out. He's wearing a G banger. And I said, What do you mean? It was like a leopard skin G string. <laughs> and he's a big boy, Steve, the guitarist. And he goes, Mate, what's the go? You know, and he's and drummer turns around, he's pretty like forceful. He goes, Yeah, what? They're comfy as, mate. I've got like, you know, I've got a couple. And we were just like, oh, all right. Yeah, he's like, you want to see? And we are like, no, no, we're seeing it up, mate. And uh, so it was a bit of a running joke. But no, he was legit and it was a man one. And we just yeah, oh. used to say, if you just didn't have your undies, so you put your, your missus's undies on. And that's okay too, you know, but uh, we're all here to share. And, <laughs> yeah. Did you ask him if one of those ones that had like a trunk on the front or anything? Or? Nah, he wasn't that kind of guy that, yeah, mm-hmm. next thing would be, you know, be quiet or I'll punch your head in kind of guy. Yeah. Being drummers, they're all kind of that way inclined. There's a certain level of intensity that goes with playing the drums. Yeah, yes, and they're all crazy. Uh, but that's just, you know, allegedly. I'll put that out there. I don't know every drummer. I'm sure there's calm drummers out there, but, yeah, it'll all come up eventually. Anyway, Waffle. It was Waffle, but we're here to talk about something that got introduced in the last podcast. And... And the, the reason that it's that I want to talk about it on the on the podcast is over the past uh, the past week, I'd had a lot of conversations whether you know it didn't matter if they were from small business right through to corporate teams. There was a very kind of consistent conversation that was being had, and it was regarding excuses, blame, and justification. So a lot of people want to have a reason for not doing something. You know, whatever it is. If someone goes, oh, why didn't you X, Y, Z? And they'll go, oh, because of, you know, A, B, C. They'll, they'll put the blame external. And, and what happens when you do that is it just it just takes away all your power. And I wanted to these people to reclaim their power. So 
and, and and what I because it was so consistent, it, it allowed me to really dig in deep and have a good look at it. And what I've decided to do was to group all of that, those blame excuses and justification, excuse me, into the category of no negative language. So we like to say, like my God, I got a son, and what his favourite saying is, um, "I don't know," because he kind of thinks that's his that's his exit. So I'm like, we don't have I don't know in this house. We've banned it. You can't use that. Give me something else. Yeah. So um, really taking away that that negative language that that stops that stops progress. Can I just can I just just pause there? Like, uh, not being a smartass, but it was interesting. He said no negative language. Yeah, which in itself is a double negative. Now, I believe I get it. I believe I get it. However, for me, I guess the exploration is even at that level. It's like, is it better to say, or is it more powerful to say, only positive language, rather than no negative? And now, maybe I'm just being nitpicky. Maybe it's had to go and see again. But it, it sounds like it might be. Because okay. it's the concept you want to get across, and and absolutely you could do that. But if you're really clear that it's like no negative language, positive language only. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really clear what the expectation is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Cool. So it's I think it's the expectation more than and and absolutely you can say you know positive language only, but it. I think the no negative language really creates the the clarity there, mm-hmm. um, but it, obviously something you know something I can I can look at and and, and explore further. Uh, and inside of that, what I typically do is I ban words and phrases. So anything they say that doesn't create success or forward momentum and progress, mm. uh, we just stick it on the ban list. Um, <laughs> so police in the uh, yep. you got the ban list. Yeah. Well, so the problem is, it, it, and it's and people can go, oh, you know, all, all I did was I used the word but. Sure, you use the word but, and and the word but can be used powerfully as well uh, if you want to negate something. And, and really create power, you can use it powerfully. However, if we simply remove it from our vocabulary, we're not, uh, we're, we're, we're then f- free from the word. Like the word but is like a big stop. Oh, you did a really awesome job today, but yeah. suddenly you didn't do an awesome job. You're only left with what comes after but. That, that word negates everything before it. So in a situation like that, you want to kind of negate, you want to remove that language. Because when somebody uses this type of language, it happens in their head before they say it externally. And the result of that is then already been created. Uh, so when my son says something like, uh, um, I don't know, immediately his subconscious mind, which is the infinitely powerful resource we have, shuts off and doesn't create a result. You know, it says, oh, if you don't know, you don't need me, and it shuts off. But do we necessarily have to come up with the answer or the result straight away? Isn't... No. Yeah. You don't need an instant answer, but there's a very difference to, you know, I don't know, to let me have a think. Yeah. The subconscious mind immediately turns on when you say, let me have a think. Yeah. Like, it responds to the thoughts and the words that you use. So if you're saying having conversation with someone and you say, I don't know then that's the end of it. You know, there's there's nothing else that's going to happen. But if you said, let me have a think about it or let me find out or something along those lines, then your subconscious mind gets on board and starts to solve the problem for you. Works it out, yeah. Yeah. So if you say, leave it with me, I'll get back to you with a solution tomorrow. What do you think is going to happen? 
it'll get back to the solution tomorrow. That's right. You're going to create a solution by, by tomorrow. Yeah. You've already, you know, um, said that that's going to happen, and you've made that as a reality. Yeah. Uh, very, very different to uh, no, or I can't, or I don't know. Um, yes. That's what a, it is. Mm. Yeah. a really practical um, example of this, Ross. <laughs> I, I had this particularly with my daughter while she was growing up, and I, and I, I only have to remind her occasionally now, but. It's that whole idea of, you know, um, I can't find such and such. Mm -hmm. And, okay, so, you know, where, where is it normally? Uh, did you look? Yeah, and it's always this whole Backtrack. vibe of, I just don't want to find it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's almost like our brain camouflages the very thing we're looking for when we're committed to not finding it. Yep. Yes. So, and the number Absolutely. of times... Absolutely. And look, it's not just not just her. She's just been a great example because she really showed it to me. Mm. That you know, then I, I realised a long time ago, like she was a toddler, I just realised that if I could just appeal to her sense of possibility, yes, and and just ask her to look again with fresh eyes, just just go in, just believing you're going to find it, just go in, telling yourself it's there, mm. and okay, not a hundred percent, but it went up from about five percent to ninety-five percent. <laughs> yep. And such a trivial example in a way. However, it really demonstrates the power of of how we think. Yeah, the the example that, that I like I love to use. I think most people can relate to it. Um, you know, obviously that's a really great example. You know, boom, boom, suddenly there's a thing in front of you that you couldn't see, and you've walked past five times yeah. looking for it, um, just because you you had some kind of belief about about that. Yeah. The one I used to, I love using is um, whether the Earth is flat or round. You know, years ago, people used to believe the Earth believe the Earth was flat, so they behaved like it was flat. They didn't travel very far. They didn't go on ships across the oceans. They be they behaved like it was flat because they believed it was flat, and their behaviour created the belief, like it reinforces it. Yeah. Now we believe the Earth is round, so now we behave like it's round. We jump on planes. We fly long distances. We jump on boats. We travel across oceans. Everything that we now believe is that the Earth is round. The, the thing that now it may be flat, it may be round. There's a lot of flat earthers out there. I don't know if you're aware of there's a big movement for, yeah. for the, the fact that the earth is, could be flat. Now, it, the belief of it being round or being flat doesn't make it round and doesn't make it flat. It simply means that you will find the evidence to support your belief. Yeah. Can I give you a humorous aside on this one? Sure. So, and this will this will tell tell you everything about the state of humanity right now. Um, so, modern astronomy, if you like, uh, has determined that actually the Earth is pear shaped. You say pear, <laughs> pear shaped. Yeah. yeah. So, is it any wonder? I, you know what, and that's they're they're great points, but I don't care. It doesn't affect. I don't like if I get on a plane or you know like it doesn't if I'm eating breakfast. Right. Sure, but it's just an example of a belief. Like the belief yeah. itself doesn't make the doesn't make it flat or round. Um, whether it's flat or round is irrelevant. Yeah. You will operate as if it is flat or if it's round based on your belief. And this is for everything. So everything we believe, and you'll find somebody that has a belief that is different to yours for basically everything you believe. Now the belief itself doesn't make it that way. Yeah. And whether it's that way or not is almost irrelevant because we'll behave like it is. Like if you think someone's yeah. an idiot, you'll behave like they're an idiot. Anything that comes out of their mouth, you go, oh, you're an idiot. 
Now, they could say the most wise thing ever, and you'll just go, oh, they're an idiot, um, and miss that, miss that pearl of wisdom. And, well, in actual fact, <laughs> often they will behave like one. Yes, you call them. To, you're calling them to it. Absolutely. Yeah. In yeah. fact, that's that's kind of that's another level up from this. So, what? First of all, if we just remove all that negative language, one of the one of the ways that when I coach, I just see someone as their potential. That's who they are when they're in front of me. In fact, yeah. there's a there's a course that I do, and on day one, because of the context that we set, when when we go and have our our group meeting, I look each of them in the eye. And I say that they're infinitely more powerful um, than they can even imagine. And I'm really excited about watching their growth over the next, over the coming months. And, you know, as, as much as you think that you're capable of, you're capable of 10 times that. And with that belief about them, they then see the possibility and start creating themselves as that. And all I did was plant the seed. I just showed a belief that was different to the one that they were carrying. And yeah. they do the work. So when you treat someone a certain way, you can be guaranteed they'll show up that way. Now they, yeah. unless, unless they've got a really powerful structure to hold them to account to their own possibility. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they did a study. Um, hopefully they, uh, they corrected it afterwards, but they took two, two secretaries, and, and I'm sure I've, you know, most likely I've shared this story before, but they took one that was really good at their job and they took one that was really bad at their job. The one that was really bad they put them in a different environment and told them they were really good at their job. They took the one that was really good, put them in a different environment and told them they were really bad at their job. Within a couple of months, the one that was really good was really bad. The one that was really bad was really good. And the only thing yeah. that changed was that they just told them that every day. And it, and But it would be the feeling as well. Like, again, um, you know, what if I could say that you could hand all that shit over, worrying about success, goals all the rest of it you just hand it over it's done it's all taken care of yeah and that that's a conversation um i had recently and i was like okay yeah and it's really important that we understand the nature of thought and thought mm -hmm. doesn't determine who we are our behavior doesn't determine who we are yeah like our, our actions don't determine who we are because they change all the time it's a constant and it's really like things came down to like sameness humanness connection yeah people don't remember what you say they remember how you left them feeling so we could say to our kids or we could say to anyone i can be really you know heartfelt but if i'm rushed and the feeling behind it isn't felt or reciprocated then that's the feeling you've left them in so and that's that same environment when they put someone in a different environment there's a lot there's a lot of negativity felt you could potentially feel they're like yeah no that's not good and they're jumping on top of them for everything that they mm. did wrong so it is it is all about the feeling and um yeah it was, it's exhaustive you think about we walk around life going well i've got to do this and i've got to change that no i'm not happy with this fuck it just hand it all over it's taken care of things will drop in who gives a fuck yeah just it's done sorted <laughs> And I'm like, no, it's not true. Battle back, you know. I'm like, it, 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 but it's, mate, it's, it's for fucking real. The more you push, the less things drop in. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Um, and I've had moments like even two weeks ago, I'm like, nah, this is not gonna, happen. this can't happen. Like it's insurmountable. There's too many things against it. Said, so, ah, fuck it. I hand it over to the universe. I got, I got no saying it. I'm just gonna leave it. Things drop in. Get a call. Hey, yep, I can make this happen. Yep, cool. This is gonna happen. So all of a sudden, the weight of the world that I carry around on my shoulders is a hell of a lot less. I'm lighter. I don't carry all the stress of 
whatever it was I was carrying around because I know that ultimately, you know, I just one foot in front of the other, you know, and, and if I can, you know, live my life as um, as as lovingly, yep, and mm-hmm. as and as most present as I can, and just understand those moments when I feel that sense of urgency is a red flag that hey, no, it's not. It's time to back off and have a think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers and I'm not going to stress about it. if I can't come up with a solution, it'll just come to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that nature of uh, fresh eyes that Al was talking about. Yeah. So when we, the nature of our thinking gets away from us. Yeah. And we race and there's no room for fresh thought. There's no room for fresh feelings, you know? And like, as Al said, you know, you just reset. It's what it is. And it's our, it's, it's, it's natural. It's our innate ability to to look after ourselves, heal ourselves, make the right decisions. Like it's an absolute game changer, and it's sustainable, completely sustainable. Yeah, the bit that I'm that I'm hearing in there that that I guess is uh, is universal is the letting go of things being right and wrong. So yeah, they, they just to... are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it. Once we get over the fact that we're not fucking extraordinary, we are not. We're just not. Just get over it. You're not fucking special. Yeah? So there's, there's different things. No, no, no. We are. No, hear me out. We're not fucking special. Just go and live your life and be fucking ordinary and extraordinary things will happen. Yeah? When we push and we pull and we stretch and we fucking oh, and this and that, you know, just there's just all this extra energy that it's like, well, why? You know what I mean? When we're... The way I use that language is a little bit different. Yeah. Because what you're talking about there is the fight. You know, remember we've spoken, you know, in the, the last podcast. Well, and there's just about, the, there's the extraordinary and the ordinary, and that that's what I'm saying. So if you, so think of it in context for me. If I'm if I'm not carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders, I start to see all those wonderful little things around me, yeah, that really matter, that really have impact, like real impact. And I'm not so what talking. What do you define as extraordinary, Luke? Uh, well, it might be just like this morning, my little girl last night. She goes, Dad. I've got a fairy book because my friends at school have got a fairy book and they like they write in it and they leave it out the front and you know then their fairy writes in it you know mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that's an amazing she goes do you reckon I've got a fairy and I'm like oh I'm not sure and this morning I'm up I, I'm, I'm a go getter mm-hmm. previously I wouldn't have even just thought about it but then I just looked to my left and went there's a fairy book so I'm going to go out I, I got heaps on today absolutely bald like it's full mm-hmm. I don't care do I look yeah. like I'm a busy guy not really went out wrote in the fairy book put it down and said oh cool you know and then mum messaged and said oh she's like stoked she's, yeah. and I just said look everyone's got a fairy you know and there's yeah. always there's always uh, a sprinkling of magic dust wherever you go mm-hmm. you know and, and something like that has an impact on a kid you know? oh, and yeah. and again I, I'm just saying that because I just saw that in the moment it wasn't something that so I, Luke yeah, yeah I love where you're going yeah. now let's just go a bit deeper so what is extraordinary about it for you the feeling Ah, yeah, good. the feeling Great. that you know, um, well, not only that I get from it because it's special, but I, I, I don't write it to get that feeling. You know what I mean? I just wrote it because I felt that that's what I just did it. I just, yeah. and then the feeling that she feels and okay, and yeah. what is that when you both feel the way you feel? What does that bring the two of you? Goodwill, you know, like but just 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 basic. Uh, well, I'm the ma- I'm not supposed to let her know that I wrote in her book, right? Because it's the fairy. Sure. But, so she doesn't hear this. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're going to have to edit that. And it, and, it, and it is, yeah, it's a good feeling, Al. It's just, it's knowing that for me personally, that my nature is to go, 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 get up, go out the door. I've got a million things to do today, like a million things. Right. And, and when I when I went at it four weeks ago, 
I would have never have looked at any of that. I would have not done, you know what I mean? But now I go into work and I'm like, they're like, fuck, dude, there's this, there's this. Go, yeah, it'll be cool. Let's just get on with it. So it's a... And so when you are go, 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 what is not there? The the thinking takes over. So when I'm in go, go, go mode, that's that's the red flag that, um, yeah, I need to slow down. I need to just... And what's not there for you and the people around you when it's go, go, go? Uh, the feeling, like just, you know, like people feeling supported or heard or listened or, do you know what I mean? Like a sense of calmness, I should say, mate. Like just a sense of everything will be cool, yeah? Like for whatever reason, and we can't see it now with everything that's going on, but everything will be okay. No matter what. We're dancing around this, Ross. Do you get where I'm going with this? Uh, I'll tell you what what I'm seeing. It's being present in the moment. And connected. It's it's so... For me, what really jumped out there, Luke, and and you know, and it's and, and, and I guess it's something we all are aware of. However, we do lose it easily. It's it's actually it's actually in our connection with other people. Yeah. That 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 extraordinary lives. It is. Yeah. But it's not only that. It's not. It's connection with yourself, and and it is. It's a connection to. Great connection with ourselves too. God, yeah. <laughs> totally but, but, accept that. Which, which all still happens in the moment. Like none of it's in the past, none of it's in the future. Correct. Like you might have a goal that you want to get to and you might be working towards. Yeah. But it happens in the present, in the moment. But, so if, and if, if you're stuck in the hustle but, towards that place, you're not in the present moment uh, and you're, you're missing it all. Yeah, and, you, and, you caught up in that. And even when you have it, when you're standing on the mountain, is it better aligned or is it better connected? Oh, can, yeah, for sure connected. And yeah, no, 100%. And it is and it is about uh, definitely connection and having that deeper understanding of, you know, what it means to be human and, you know, like yeah. all, it's all the, it's all the little things and that they're all the little ordinary things that happen throughout your day uh, that add up to the extraordinary. Not not the, you know, those extraordinary moments where like people build up all year and then it's just one moment and then it's over yeah so that stuff's not sustainable every day yeah and that's yeah to walk around in life with a sense of calmness and just know that everything's being taken care of is fucking it's life changing it's mm. a game changer for me mm. like I can literally just be okay mm. oh something didn't turn up job's not gonna happen oh well something will show up like you know that it, it's like mm. I seem that I don't care but things just drop in. They just happen. Mm. I'm just like, well, okay, that's a thing. So, and people could, might call it woo-woo, but it, it, I have literally handed over so much. Just just take it. Here it is. Yeah? Yep. I'm no yeah. Longer, so I'm, what I'm hearing is, the, is the, all the attachment is what you've handed over. Yeah. No, so it, you, don't, you don't shut the business and walk away and, and come back tomorrow hoping no, the fairies have done it. No. Okay, so that's, I think that's in, important for people to get as well. That you Can don't, we just address this woo-woo thing? Oh, well, some people call it, they go, what, what, what so some magic fairy is going to come in and take care of it? And it's like, no, it's not that. It's that. No, well, can we address it, though? Can yeah, we address cool. it, right? Yeah. Oh, so I was actually telling a mate yesterday about this. So yeah. when I was in high school, I was a math science student. And I was really connected <laughs> with a physics teacher in year 12. Yeah. Um, he was just hey. this cool old school guy. Hey, Al. Can, yeah, because we this is this is a whole new topic we're opening up now. We've we started off talking <laughs> about the language of blame, excuse, and justification, <laughs> and I can hear there's a beautiful story. Can we open the next episode with your beautiful story? So why don't you why don't you why don't you uh, close on a double negative, and I'm more than happy to open the story. <laughs> <laughs> Just state awesome. State so the rem- fact. remember your story. 
Oh, I remember what? the story, mate. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So uh, thank you all very much. I'm, I'm actually really excited about the next episode because I actually I have a, a belief that I carry around that I that serves myself well, which is that we're all one. So I'm really excited for this yeah. next conversation. Uh, now, to close off to today's episode, uh, the, the big thing that I that I got from, from the previous week was that the language that we use determines our results. You know, we, if we carry around uh, excuses, blame and justification, we will have more of those um, excuses, blame and justification in our life. If we carry on as if um, we're completely capable of being bigger than those excuses, blame and justification, then those will disappear and you will have greatness in your life. So please think about the words and things that you use and we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Awesome. Thanks. Love it. So I'll just go uh, adjust my G-banger and I'll catch up with you guys shortly. <laughs> All right. Good one, mate. <laughs> Keep it clean. Ciao. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.